Hey friends, Kylie here, your host of Dream On with Kylie O'Miller, back for another episode with another inspiring friend, leader in the lacrosse world, and one of my all-time favorite role models. Thank you as always for tuning in. These episodes are recorded from a live Zoom webinar I hold through the KO17 Lacrosse app and constructed into this Dream On podcast you have found here. I hope you are gaining some insight from these episodes from some of the people I have met through my lacrosse journey that have imposed so much of their wisdom on me. We've got another really special guest this week, and I'm really pumped to get right into it. This episode's guest is someone that I've always tabbed as one of the female lacrosse players that I always idolized growing up. Watching her dazzle other teams with her fancy plays, hustle, and obvious determination to become the legend that she is today. Michelle Tumalo and I sat down and had a really fun and loose conversation about her journey in the lacrosse world, how she will never stop being her true, authentic self, and how caring for the people around her has brought her nothing but happiness and success in her life, her lacrosse and coaching career, and really despite any hardships she may have faced. I am grateful to have had my now teammate and friend, Toomey, on here because as she says, there's no such thing as age, and with that said, I will forever look up to this human. Oh, and grab yourself some MT35 gear at her website if you're feeling like dreaming. I hope you enjoy this one just as much as I did. We got a crew today. Happy oh, for my name for whatever reason, but technical difficulties today. <laughs> I love it. It's so funny. Oh man. All right. Well, welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. If you guys are new here today, um, my name is Kylie O'Miller. Welcome to another Wednesday Wisdoms. Um, this was something hello. <laughs> Um, this is something that we offered through the KO17 lacrosse app and, um, it has just grown into such an awesome thing. And my biggest thing for it was being able to kind of bring on guests that have been a really big inspiration for me, um, throughout my lacrosse journey and have just had a really big impact on who I am as a person and as a lacrosse player and what you see based on the KO17 lacrosse app is all because of these people. So I am uh, fangirling right now. <laughs> Michelle's gonna yell at me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, fangirling right now because Michelle Tumalo is here and she is wearing a KO17 lacrosse t-shirt and I am just over the moon because Michelle is someone that I have always looked up to growing up and oh, I'm so you. lucky to call her a friend, um, a mentor, a leader, a teammate, so many things. So I'm really excited for this episode tonight. I'm really excited that you're all here. So thank you well I we both got some really really sweet shirts this is friends supporting friends right now totally I love it oh my goodness but um yeah so I think you know I think a lot of you on here understand who Michelle is and for those of you listening um who don't know Michelle is a professional lacrosse player um she played at Syracuse she was a superstar there Um, Again, I was in high school watching her just do all the fancy uh, behind the backs and everything growing up, and it was amazing. She's a Torton finalist while she was there, All-American. She's a Team USA gold medalist. Uh, She is the head coach at Wagner, which I know she's super proud of. Um, And this is a fun fact that it came across to me, but you were the first cross pro league draft pick. Like, You know what's funny? My sister said that the other day, and I forgot. I was like, I I was? I was like, I don't remember that. <laughs> but pretty much all the accolades um, and just an even better person than she is a lacrosse player on the field. And um, again, someone who's inspired me throughout my entire lacrosse journey and even now. So um, super excited to be here. Thank you to me for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled. And I see a familiar face in Chloe. I <laughs> the quarantine. We were doing clinics together. I'm excited. I uh, love it. Um, awesome. So, I mean, I know we do like a ton of these Zooms, especially right now. And I know we do a lot of interviews as well. But one of my favorite things that we like to start off here, I like to call it off to a good start. Um, a lot of times we just hop right into questions and we just start talking about lacrosse. So, um, I'd like to know, you know, three quick things here, something that you're thankful for today to me. Today, I am thankful for, and one, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to meet all of you. Um, I am thankful for my health in this crazy time and that my team is allowed back on campus. So 
Um, not every college is able to have their team back. So I'm just so excited and that, that everyone's healthy and I'm healthy as well. So, um, that's like the biggest thing that I'm, I'm thankful for today. Absolutely. Um, so important right now. And I'm so happy to hear that you're back on campus. That's exciting. Are you guys, are you guys happy to be there? I'm sure everybody was like, so excited just to see everybody and yes and of course it's like so so different like everyone you know the, the rules are very strict but I'm just happy to be there because I know <laughs> some people are not so um able to do that yeah like some people are at home like you know some schools aren't even allowed to be in person so I'm really thankful for that that's awesome I'm happy for you happy for the girls happy that they're getting back out there um I know it's been a long couple months so that's exciting um, all right, on to the next thing here. Something that you're proud to say that you've accomplished today. Literally today, I accomplished something that was really cool. Um, and I wasn't sure if that was like today or literally like just in my life. Today, but, today. <laughs> okay, good. Um, today I went to a local high school, um, and I'll explain why, but and it, why it wasn't at Wagner. Um, to uh, my one of my new assistants, her name's Miranda Stinson. She played at Colorado, really great place. Um, she knows a friend that is doing, you know, starting a business doing like highlight films. So she was like, "Can I like work do one for you?" And I was like, "Of course." <laughs> I was like, "I'm kind of older. I don't really have highlight, you know, like STX stuff and whatnot. But it's really hard to find stuff of me." So I'm like, "Okay." So that was like really cool. So I was like out there doing some fun stuff, and she was flying the drone. The reason why we had to go not at Wagner was because in New York, you're not allowed to fly a drone unless you're ha you have a license. So if anyone has a drone. Wow. Yeah, I know. I didn't know that. So I didn't know that either. Yeah. So we had oh. to go, I went to work and then I came back here. And we did it. <laughs> so it was really cool, but it was fun and I'm excited for our business. Wait, that's so exciting. One, I didn't know Miranda was your new assistant. Um, yeah. She was there. Yeah. 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 So exciting. Good for you. That's going to be so fun. I know she was she was definitely always on the scouting report. That's for yeah, sure. Always, always. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. I really, I learned so much on these, on these chats. I had no idea anything about um, drone rules. So. Um. We didn't either. My, my boss was like, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> you have to go to another state. Wait, <laughs> but I live in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. But it makes sense with all the buildings and, you know, so. Yeah. Is, it, is yeah. it New York State or just New York City? I think I want to say it could be New York City. Okay. But oh, I nice. all the, yeah. So. Oh my goodness. Fun well, fact, you guys. Fun fact. <laughs> fun fact. We're learning things today. Fun, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to fly a drone anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> I crashed it. So. <laughs> so true. Oh man. I love it. That sounds really exciting. Um, also sounds like super um, exciting things on the horizon, which kind of turns right into our next question here. So something that you're pumped to go out and chase, whether it's, you know, tomorrow, next week, throughout the next years, what is it? So I have two things. Cause one, like my personal, my own thing. And then like as a coach, so, and Kylie, probably you can say the same thing. Like today we finally got when our tryouts are for USA and like that has been like kind of in limbo. We were supposed to have it, you know, back a couple months ago and then it got changed and then we just haven't had a date. And um, I'm just so happy to finally have like a date set for us to like, like obviously like work towards. Obviously we're always working as athletes and, um, you know, lacrosse players, we're always working no matter if it's just playing wall ball every day or whatever you love to do. Um, but now we finally have the date and like now it's like when we kick it into another gear um training um all types of training obviously conditioning weightlifting and lacrosse um so that's just something that like excited me um and I'm on the older spectrum of you know Kylie's a little younger so my time clock for lacrosse is kind of ticking so these little moments are huge for me um so we'll see but I'm really excited so that's my like my personal one and then coaching is just like having my team back because obviously we all lost our seasons right so having them back and then like just forming the relationships with them um, and myself and the staff and the players together and like having those freshmen feel like they're part of, um, you know, that family we always talk about. So just working towards that goal that we all want to achieve at the end of the season and like starting it now. So that's kind of where, you know, we're at. That's awesome. I mean, I, I know I'm right there with you. Like they posted, first of all, they USA posted that highlight yesterday, which I never fired me up. Fired me up. <laughs> I know. I'd never seen it before, but I knew exactly what the play it was. Me too. I'm like, I got tagged. I was like, what is this? What? I was like wondering. I was like, what is it? And, I was like, oh. <laughs> and it's so funny because they cut it off right before I pretty much give you a concussion by jumping. <laughs> I wish they put that in there. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> oh my gosh. But it's just so fun. I remember that play and I remember 
um, I believe it was like maybe two years before that, but one of my first times playing with Team USA, we were out there and I scored and you did the same thing to me. You remember that? You came uh-huh. over. I jumped right on you. <laughs> over my head and I had no idea. And I was like, oh my God, is that Michelle Tumo jumping on my head? Like, oh my God, <laughs> where am I? <laughs> broken. I remember that. I think, yeah, I think. But I did it right back. <laughs> I'm all about the celebrations. I hope all you, you guys are too. <laughs> you have to be, right? It's like celebrating life, you know? Yes. And I think, you know, um, who says it? Oh, Joe says it. Joe Spelina says it all the time, right? To us, it's like you work all year round to to score, to have one of your teammates score, or to go up a couple goals. Like you have to celebrate it, and especially now, like you said, like we've been played in how long? Like yeah. I can't even imagine what it's gonna be like in December. We're gonna be so excited. I know, and even though it's like tryouts, like whatever, it's just an opportunity <laughs> to play at the same time. Like tryouts, you know, you invite that energy and that like pressure, like it's like that just you try to flip into a positive. Obviously it is a positive. You get an opportunity to play, but yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to celebrate it. <laughs> every, every little thing, like every caught pass. We're going to yes. do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love it. Um, so obviously we both have a really, really strong passion for the same game. Um, I'd love to kind of tap into like where that started for you. Like bring it all the way back to little baby to me like what you know what brought you to the sport of lacrosse so I love this question because it brings me you know everyone probably here is like oh I remember that time and um I played a ton of sports growing up and lacrosse wasn't one of them um we just didn't have the like we just didn't have a club team we didn't have a youth program until I was finally about to go in high school and I went to a camp in the summer and my my cousin couple months before that so I was like let's have a catch and I was like okay like what is this sport like what is this lacrosse stick and so we had a catch in her yard and I was like cool like this, I love this so then that inspired me to go out and try out or go out to this camp so then it was my high school coach who ran it and then I was just I remember the day I was like 13 at the time I got in the car or maybe 14 got in the car and I was like mom I'm, I'm in love with this sport and I feel like everyone on this you know, webinar probably feels the same way, like when you first start playing and there's, there's, you know, the ups and the downs and, you know, the hard parts. But I remember that moment like it was yesterday. So I was 14 when I started. I want you to like tap into that for me because that's, you know, that's unique in this sport, especially right now. You know, people pick up the six when they like first are born, you know, two years old. And was that, was it tough for you to start so late or did you not really recognize it because you were so passionate about it from the get go? I had, I think I was like born to be an athlete. Like, it's funny to say, like, I, you know, to be honest, I, like, I'm not the smartest. Like, I, school was hard for me. So, like, athletic things were just like my passion, whatever. It could be having a catch with my brother. I'm like, I'm going to be better than you. So, that's, I've always been like that. So, picking up the stick, and I was like, okay, I'm obsessed. So, I need to get good fast. My high school team was, eh, not great. That's okay. We had a lot of fun. Um, and so I knew like, I really, really, really had to like get in the backyard and play with my net that had, that was like a hand-me-down from someone, you know? Um, so I had to really, really make sure that I was doing the extra work. Like all of you, I'm sure do like even just attending this podcast is like doing the extra work to make yourself better. Um, so I did those things and that's when Northwestern was going through their like amazing run of being like champions year after year. So I watched the Hannah Nielsen's, the Katrina Dowd's. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all those players that I was like, I want to be them. So I had a great coach that pushed me and was like, go try out for this, do it, go do that. I'm like, what? Okay, sure. And then all the doors started to open up, but that comes with hard work. That's amazing. And I absolutely love that you mentioned, you know, Katrina and Hannah, and I know that they are now some oh, yeah. of your closest friends <laughs> and yeah. it's crazy seeing it come full circle, right? Like I just, oh. I love that part of the sport and I love that part of sports um you know like some of the girls that are sitting here some of the listeners on here like they might be some of our teammates one day you know like that you know we could just kind of like it's so crazy and you never know and you never know how that's gonna work and you know I was chasing around Katrina at a Northwestern tailgate when they were at Stony Brook for this story you need to show everyone in this in this chat (laughs) the picture I eventually everyone don't forget (laughs) to ask her for this picture you guys so All right, we'll we'll bring that back to social media at some point. But I remember showing that to Katrina one of our first times playing together for Team USA. She was like, "Please don't ever show me that." Again. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, <laughs> deal." So oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So you mentioned that you have always been an athlete at heart, and I know that there's 
always times you're playing with a football in your hands, all sorts of different stuff. You just absolutely love it. Like what other sports were you playing growing up? And how do you think that helped you, you know, even now playing other sports as well? And like, even as hobbies, like how does that help you as a lacrosse player? Yeah, I think you can, like, never get enough of sport, watching it, playing it. Um, so I grew up playing, like, soccer, like the normal sports soccer. Um, I got into softball, you know, that's that's a fun sport, but, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, it's not, yeah. whatever, we, we won't get into that. But um, I played hockey, I played, I did play football, but not, my mom didn't let me be on the, the, the team. She was like, you can't play soccer. I was like, no, I want to play football. Um, so, but I played in, like, I, I, I say I played because I literally was tackled by my friends. My dad, <laughs> they didn't care that I was a girl. And I love that. Um, I played basketball very heavily. I thought I was going to be a point guard at D1 school for sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, but soccer and basketball, I would say, were like my number one like sports I thought I was going to go to college for until lacrosse came in. Um, and then I, I've been p- picking up different sports as well. Like I'm obsessed with golf right now um tennis I really want to get good at I go and shoot hoops like all the time at my across the street in my neighborhood so I think the thing about being athletic or just like playing a ton of sports you you find these things out about the sport that like you can be like oh I can do that in lacrosse like even if it's like a behind the back you can do a behind the back pass like in a basketball game right like if someone's on you I can just like toots or behind my like this way and it's like oh okay like thinking outside the box is, is something that I, I learned playing other sports, but also like just the fundamentals of being, um, you know, good with your feet or hand eye. Um, and just being so competitive is probably the biggest thing and never wanting anyone to be better than you. <laughs> I love that. I mean, I know that that's something, you know, like that shines on the field, right? That competitive aspect and you don't get to the level that you have gotten to without that. Yeah. Um, that might have came from you know getting tackled by the guys 100%. or even just your love for like getting out there and playing all the sports throughout your day um like you and I were actually talking about it on the phone the other day but like I know that even when you're coaching at Wagner you just pop out there and you're shooting on the goalies oh, <laughs> you know, like yeah. every day you, you have to it's part of your DNA almost to a point and um you know you can definitely tell that out on the field there's points where you look like a quarterback when you're out there and you have the right and then there's points where you're diving on the floor like you probably did um in basketball you know like, right right that's the same thing yeah, exactly like the point yeah like you just find these motor skills and like ways to be like just everywhere literally everywhere and do what you need to do to like be the best for your team so that's a good point kai <laughs> um first of all i like totally don't mean to go off topic here but can i see the the ring that you're flashing here yes aged over over the quarantine yeah well we were gonna talk about quarantine hobbies but i guess you got quarantine big news so that was yeah that was a big hobby of mine (laughs) for quarantine yeah well congratulations i know i haven't seen it yet so i got a little excited there you're flashing all this i know sorry i'm like i talk my hands a lot from jersey you know i feel like long island people are kind of like that too we do it yeah no you know, except we don't, we don't apparently know how to play rock, paper, scissors, but we could talk about that at a different. We need to take a vote at the end of this. Who says what? <laughs> We're going to do a vote. Um, <laughs> I actually saw it at a camp again the other day. There was a girl and she was like, all right, rock, paper. Wait, what is says? What do you mean? Rock, paper, scissors, never heard says, life. shoot. And I was like, no, that's how it's done. <laughs> you know. That was the exact time you were like, okay, Kylie's a weirdo. I can't <laughs> I, my mind was like, you know, when your mind is like blown from things, that my mind was blown. Uh, at least like all my Long Island people have my back, but. They did, they did, they did. I, I, they did. And they, should have, they should always have your back for those things. Oh man, that's so funny. Um, so I know we talked a little bit about like where you came from and everything like that. And, you know, I know that your time at CUSE was something, you know, really special, near and dear to your heart. And that's something that we kind of have similarities in, right? Like our college years were super special to us. Like, can you talk about, you know, how you found CUSE? I know it was, you were late in the game to get into lacrosse. Like how did Arrogate find you? How did you know that that was going to be your home for, for four years? Yes. Oh, Flynn. Sorry guys, my dog. Um, I agree with you. Like we both have had, and we've talked about this, like we loved our experience and we had good coaches. And I think that's really important. And um, like just really falling in love with the place that you go to and not everyone, you know, gets it right the first time. That's okay. But 
I was so thankful that I chose where I went. And I think a lot of people feel that way after they graduate and have a great experience, even if you don't win national championships. Obviously, that's the goal. And that's like probably still burning in both of our hearts. Um, but we, so yeah, I was obviously very late to the game, but I was lucky that my coach pushed me to go try out for the club team. And then um, I went to camps. Like that's a huge thing because they get to talk to you and see you play on a different level. So I'd go to the Syracuse camp. I think I only went one time. I played with like a random team, like out of nowhere. They were like, yeah, you can just play with us. And I was like, didn't know anyone. I was like, okay. And then so, um, and also the assistants that he had at the time, like really watched me a ton. Um, so they were on me a lot. So I'm thankful that they were because I didn't know. I didn't know who Gary V was. I didn't know what Syracuse, I didn't, you know, it was just like so new to me. Um, and when I went up, I just fell in love. You know, when you just have that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was tough. I definitely was, I was definitely in love with like two schools at the time. I loved Northwestern, but it just felt right with Syracuse and it was the best decision of my life. <laughs> I, um, and so happy to hear you say that, that moment, right. When you kind of hop on campus or whether you have a conversation with the coach or, mm-hmm. um, you go to a camp and you just kind of know, like you have that feeling. I think a lot of people talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's different for everybody, right? Like it was me when I was sitting in front of Joe Spelina in his office. Yes. For you, it was like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. But when I got there, like, I was like, okay, I could see myself mm-hmm. building a home here and building a lacrosse career and doing something special here. So, um, <clears throat> those moments come and they're special in life. That's for sure. Um, and that's definitely one of them, but sure. I think, you know, can you, can you talk about some of your favorite memories there? We're in, we're in the orange. Yes. Oh, I bleed orange, everyone, if you didn't know. So no, I'm just kidding. Um, we always said that when we were there. But uh, so many memories, like, and you guys are so young, like you're going to have this time in college. And it's like the best four years of your life. And even when you're like, dying from a run test, or like you're up all night for a, a paper, like, you're like, no, I love it so much. Like, even though the hard time, but I would say lacrosse wise, um, we had we went to three final fours out of four years which is awesome um we want to we actually only won one big east championship which is crazy um we won some i think regular season but like one big east championship was nuts and then we went to the national championship my junior year and we had just like a, a an amazing year we had like gotten um like down a couple goals in some games and I come back like crazy and like win in like a double overtime. So it was like nuts. Like we had like multiple games like that. Like I think three in a row. And I was like, okay, this team can accomplish anything. Like there's no doubt ever. So um, we, in that, in that semifinal um, against Florida, when we, before we went to the national championship, we were down seven goals um, and came back. It was at Stony Brook. I was going to say it was at Stony Brook, right? So, um, so it was at Stony Brook. And then, so yeah, we came back and won and then went to the national championship and lost, which is okay. But, um, it was just those, that those memories that like are just so amazing. I love that you talk about, right. Like the on the field memories that stick out to you. Um, I forget what, oh, I'm reading a, a book right now and it's actually, um, you know, obviously that, that really popular movie miracle that everybody knows if you're a sports fan, mm-hmm. um, it's Mike Ruzioni, the captain. Um, yeah. yeah. From, from that miracle squad. And, um, he just kind of like tells his story from just his story. Right. And like, it, it goes through all of his background and everything, but then you get to the part of like the games that, you know, from the miracle game and just from following sports and, um, it's really crazy to hear an actual player describe like those moments that you were just talking about, right? Like something that maybe a regular bystander or someone who was watching the game, like would have no idea, right? Like those moments on the sideline where one person said something to you and you'll just never forget it. Um, So I was thinking that the other day I was reading it and I was like, this is so cool. Cause like you can never capture this in a movie that's been seen by millions of people. But that one person who had that experience of being on that team is never going to forget you know, those moments. So that's really cool that you talked about that. Cause obviously me, I got to watch you yeah. and I remember watching that game, but I had no idea what was going through your heads. Right. right? And you guys were down. What'd you say? Seven goals. Seven goals with 12 minutes left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With 12 minutes left. And then I, it was just wild to watch. Like it just looked like a miracle to watch. Right. But like, as a bystander, you don't know what, go, what goes on. Like you probably, and, and all of you listening, like you're way too young. I don't think you were born yet. You probably were. But um, 
in that moment, you're probably like, oh, they're like probably so down in the dumps. Like they're not going to, and like, I know for myself, I was like, we're going to win the game. I don't mm-hmm. care. Like we're winning this game. We had no doubt. Like I knew if I looked to my left and my right, like that was my right. This is my, <laughs> um, that, that I knew that everyone around me felt the same because we had done it before. I mean, done it before. We were like shocking, shocking ourselves. So it was like, I don't know why we got down seven. We just couldn't figure it out in the beginning, but it's, and it's so true. Like you would never know that that's how we actually felt until like you hear it. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I'll send it to you. But, um, it's, I I think that's such a special thing about sports, right? Like there's so many spectators in it and we're all big fans of it. And we're always wondering, especially like now I find myself, you know, kind of in those situations where I'm watching like a hockey game or I'm watching a football game and it's like, what are they thinking? Yeah. Like some people are like, Oh, how, you know, the score is tied three minutes to go. Like, what do you think's going on in his head? And it's like, you start to think about as an athlete yourself, what would be going on in my head? And it's probably like, Hey, I want to go win the game. I have trust in my teammates. I know they want to do the same thing. Um, you know, it's cool to have that like athlete on athlete, like yes. kind of mindset. Like, instinct, Like having that like instinct from each other and like just knowing what you got to do to get, get it done. Yeah, that's such a that's such a cool story. I'm sure that's probably one of your favorite games. Hundred um, percent. Like above, like some of the championships. Like it's crazy because, like, obviously championships are great. Um, and obviously we were so close to winning a national championship. Like I felt like we did win because of the team we had, mm-hmm. and like the like just the bond and and all the other stuff besides the score. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, yeah, that was the best. That goes to show again, like another really special part of sports too, right? Like you could lose all the games, but you could have the best team chemistry, you could have the best time, the best memories, the best lessons learned. Um, like that's that's so awesome. So I'm glad you we ended up speaking about that because I was going to ask you what your favorite game was. So um, we talked right about it, but um, you actually kind of talked a little bit about this too, right? Like you ended up losing that that national championship right and there are failures all over you know our lacrosse journeys life like everything right um and i think that's something that as what people see us as role models we try to talk to you know young girls and young listeners to like how can we kind of get through those hiccups how can we get through those failures and turn them into successes and i think like um your uh injury back in college as well like I know that was a big big turning point for for your career and for your mindset um can you talk on that a little bit for sure so going off of that year that I was just talking about like the great win and then we lose the championship I then I'm like okay one more year like we have a great team we have a really good freshman who was Caitlin Trainer coming in at the time I'm like we are gonna be so good like we're not gonna like teeter off you know like we're really like we got a stack team we gotta work hard for it right so we um, have a great fall, this and that. I go into my uh, senior year, so excited. We're 13 games in. So like, we're, that's like more than, way more than half the season. Um, and I tear my ACL. And it was so weird because I've never been hurt. Literally, I've never been hurt in my life. I've maybe broken a finger and like stubbed my toe and like maybe rolled an ankle. But I had never been hurt. So I was like, no, like I can't adjust on this. And it didn't even hurt. Like, I literally fell and I was like, I know what I just did and I know what's about to like my emotional state. So tearing your ACL, we all know. Has anyone ever done it? You're so young. I don't think you probably wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. Knock on one. Um, I'm knocking on bamboo right now. I'm um, <laughs> um, so I tear it and then I obviously can't redshirt because there's a certain amount of games you need to play and whatnot. So I try to play on a torn ACL, which some people have done. My school was very at, like very nervous about me doing it and all that stuff. But I try to play whatever. That year was the year that they were picking the USA team for the World Cup, and I felt just prior to that, um, I tore it was one of my better like training weekends, and I was like, okay, like I feel very good about like making the team. Yes, it's their decision, but like in my head, I knew I felt good. I tear my, I actually didn't make the team and then I tear my ACL. So it was like two failures in one, but it was like a silver lining in my head of like, okay, if I did make it, I wouldn't have been able to play. And two, that just fueled my fire to be even better than I've ever been because I just got cut from the USA team. So I don't know if you've ever been cut from a team or whatnot, but like 
instead of like going home and obviously my, I was, I was devastated, right? I was daggered to the hearts, like stinks. Like, I, I mean, Kylie, you've been through it, right? Like you didn't make the last one. Like it's, it's so obviously saddening, but it's motivating. Like, cause you still have a chance. The next one now Kylie is about to like, make this world cup team for the next round. Like it's like, you come back with this fuel and this fire. And I felt that. So I came back from like a total letdown. And then I, I felt like I played my best lacrosse in that 17 World Cup. I can agree with that. I remember watching it, you know? And I think, yeah. what does that feel like? You know, what does that feel like to know that like, you had come from such a low point, but you dug yourself back out, probably with the help of, you know, people around you and people yeah. you trusted, right? Like your circle. Um, but just knowing that like that motivating factor, right? Like, what did that feel like when you, when you were lifting up that trophy, wearing that gold medal? I'll never forget I ran over to my parents because they're like they were like where did you come from like you're so athletic like you don't know where you came from and like so like they like are just they've never been hard on me about athletics because like they I'd be like mom I throw a football better than you but like they just always wanted me to enjoy myself and they saw it when I lifted up that trophy I came over they just started bawling I started bawling and they knew what I had just gone through three and a half years ago before that so it was just like the best feeling in the world and obviously winning gold with your teammates is amazing in itself so it was just like a relief of like I finally did it like we finally did it so um the best yeah it was amazing <laughs> well I am so so just like honored to be you know talking about this with you because I know it's something that you like it's not easy um you know it's and it's also not easy to talk about either nobody wants to talk about the, the struggles that they go through. But I think that um, it's really, really honorable and brave of you to kind of talk about. I know you wrote some articles about it and everything like that. And you always talk about it. And I think you're helping a lot of these young listeners through things that they might not know that they have to go through. Um, and it might not be the same situation, but you know, there's always going to be those kind of like little hiccups or big hiccups in life. And you know, there is always a silver lining to it. Like you said, Take and it it's good to hear too, because like even Kyla, you like, you have hiccups, I have hiccups, like, but from the outside, people are like, oh, they always make those teams, or they this and that, it's like, no, I've been cut, like, mm -hmm. I've been yelled at, I've been this and that, like, there's times where, like, I've not, I'm not perfect, what, and there's so many people, like, Michael Jordan got cut from his high school basketball team, like, there's so many people that, like, people need to hear that, because it's like, get knocked down, right, and then you, like, get back up, like, what is it, get knocked down seven times, get back up eight, or whatever that is, but it's, like, so true, so, like, don't don't feel defeated by one little thing like make that motivate you to go back even harder so absolutely love it I mean I was just gonna uh kind of scale that down a little bit even though that was the most inspirational thing I've ever heard but um <laughs> I think just like in a sense of this is a question that I get a lot from young girls right like just talking about even making mistakes in games yeah. right like and just like throwing a turnover or um you know maybe getting ripped off the field or things like that it's stuff that happens like you said to everybody yeah. um at any time and it's just kind of like part of sports but you know how do you how do you keep that like calm mindset how do you get yourself back into the groove of things say if you don't have a good start to a game or you have a couple mistakes like what's your reset button I, I love talking about this because I also think this is another thing people can't see. People can't see anxiety, right? Like mm -hmm. people can't see nerves. And I, I was the most nervous player you would ever know. It was weird because I think I just put so much pressure on myself. Literally my parents never put pressure on me, but like I put so much pressure on myself to be great. And it was also to be a good teammate. Like lacrosse is a team sport. I'm not out there like Serena Williams at the US Open by myself. And she's going to put her own pressure on herself. But I'm so lucky that I have a teammate. So I would be super nervous about going into a game. But as soon as that first whistle started, I'm like, okay, this is why I'm here. Like, this is, you know, um, I prepared. I did all that I need to do. It was just was like in my, in my being, you know, just get a little nervous. So I, but it wouldn't affect my play. Like I, I wouldn't ever let it affect my play, but I made mistakes. I'm not perfect. Like there's times where I would have turn turnovers, this and that, but I never like counted stats. I never ever did that unless it was like turnovers I'm like whoa I need to like pump the brakes here maybe that feed isn't there or maybe my shot like what am I doing mm -hmm. um so those are the ones that you can fix obviously you can fix your shot and all that stuff and your and your decision making um but I always just like looked around I'm like what is this opportunity I've been given it is so I'm so lucky and where did I come from so I'm like all right relax I've got this I'm here for a reason I think we all can say that like you're there for a reason um 
and, and, and you got to pull it together for your teammates. Cause if you're having a hissy fit or whatever, because you missed a shot or you had a bad pass, like the most dangerous athlete or the most dangerous player is like the one that like reacts right after that. Like, because it's like, Oh, I just did that. I'm going to go back check. And that's something I do. I'm not really allowed to talk about like recruiting stuff, but like, that's what I look up for in kids that I recruit as well. Like if they make mistakes, what's the reaction after it? I love that you mentioned that. Cause that's actually something that we haven't ever talked about on here. Right. Like, is that reactive player? I think it's yeah. important and you mentioned it, right. It's important to be resilient mm-hmm. um, in a sense of making a mistake or throwing a turnover and then kind of just snapping yourself right back into it. Yeah. Um, but you gotta, Let's be real. Let's all put it out there. We all made mistakes. <laughs> Oh, that's for sure. We definitely do. <laughs> and uh, I, especially us, right? It's like, um, I shouldn't have thrown that behind yeah, the Yeah, we like to feed, thread the needle. <laughs> um, but I love it. But I think like it's so important to be almost like resilient in a good way. Like you said, you don't want to be the reactive player in a negative way where you're reacting to, to something that you did and something you could fix on the next play by making it worse for yourself too. And I think that's something that um, unfortunately, sometimes we learn the hard way, but also can go a long way hearing from someone like you. Um, so I think also as well, right? Like you learn a lot being out on the field playing, obviously. Um, but you're also a head coach of an awesome program. Um, and how do you think that's like a transition from like just playing in college, right? And then just playing professional, like how do you think being on the sideline and really kind of putting together your own program and watching these girls develop and everything. How do you think that's helped you one as a player and then vice versa, right? Playing, helping you on the coaching side of things. For sure. I am so lucky to be the head coach at Wagner. I, um, I always had a, I was always nervous again. I'm a nervous person. You guys are learning a lot about me, but like to have my own program and like be the leader because I never want to fail anyone. And, um, just in any way. And I always want our, my players to be, you know, have a positive role model to look up to and, and also like learn on and off the field. So that was like, not that I didn't think I was capable. It's just a lot of responsibility. And I'm so grateful that I went after this job because it's the most rewarding. Um, and you know, you, I have 32 kids on my team right now, two players, um, women, they're women because they're in college. Oh my God. It's so crazy. But, um, they are amazing and they make me like better as a human they make you know I learned so different so many things about different people and it's really really cool so I'm so lucky I'm still playing so I get in my practice drills I'm like okay I do the practice plan I'm like oh I'm getting in that drill that drill that drill and obviously I need to coach and and I'm still coaching as I'm playing like 100% I'm like stopping the drill I'm like nope why did I just beat you your angle on defense or this and that okay you just stopped me this way so I'm able to coach as I play and I definitely know when to step back more than um, just getting the drills, but I think it's also really cool too. And this is what Gary did. And I don't know if Joe does this at practice for you guys, but he played with us as well. And I was like, I want to be him. Like I literally want to be him. So I'm like, okay, he, I wouldn't know what that looked like if he didn't hop in the drill with us. And mm-hmm. so I just wanted to mimic him. So I've always had that in my head. Um, and I'm not like, girls, look at this. This is what you should do. This is what I'm doing. No, it's like, okay, just naturally what that feed was. Oh, she saw that before it even happened or a shot placement or a fake, um, different things like that. I know I'm rambling, but there's so many great positive things as being a coach and a player at the same time. Um, so that, that's what I would say is like, as a player still, like I'm popping in those drills and as a coach, it still is like, I'm able to be like, okay, I, I see this better too. Cause I'm in this drill and I know what you're, you know, you're not doing well or doing wrong. Um, but it's also like, made me see the game so much more as a coach because you got to have a lot of a lot of tactics up your sleeve in a way for lacrosse I always say that I'm like it's so hard to be it's easy but hard as a coach you need to have plays defensive sets um player development you need to know all these things and I'm like there's so many sports where you're just like yep hit the ball obviously it's hard I'm like can I be a golf coach I'm like there's no is there stress in that I'm like if you're a golf coach, can you teach me? Because like, I, I just came and that's my sister last night. <laughs> but I love it because it like literally gives me life. So there's so many things I learned from being a, a coach and a player at the same time, um, especially on the field with with you know just tactical things, lacrosse wise, and and skill based things and. Um, and I'm still learning. I'm like, still like to this day, I love watching YouTubes of you, Taylor, Dana Dovey, Jen Adams, like all those things. I'm like, I want to do those things as well in my practices. So constantly learning. 
that's what is so exciting about the kind of little cross world, right? Like everybody's always just learning from each other. Um, and I think that's what's so cool about the community of it. Uh, where else do you see that in sports? Like some sports are too, too big to, to be able to do that. And like our community is so close knit and um, that's so awesome. I would 100% be in all your drills as well. So if you ever need like an extra layer, yes. <laughs> you the lefty out there with me. um no I I really really can't wait to get back out on the field with you I mean I think it's it goes to show like we clearly have a shared passion for this game and just like having our sticks in our hands as well like I think that's something that we always talk about but um like I'm on one level a lot of these girls have seen me at sessions and things like that and like anytime that I have my stick in my hands I'm always like throwing it around my shoulder and like all this stuff you know and and my friends have always made fun of me, make, you know, growing up, like, when are you going to put that thing down? You know, and I know that you're the same way, you know, <laughs> I think, I think it's, it's so awesome just to like have that common yeah. uh, commonality, you know, and just that common. The love of the game. You can't put it down. For the so love of the game. <laughs> All the stick tricks in the world. Give it to us. Yes. <laughs> still learning. I'm still learning some cool ones. Hopefully. We can... Me too. Can you teach me? All right, cool. I'm trying to perfect the one that I did, the, the fake, like, the swing. Obviously, you can't do that in the game. But, like, I did that today with my, the drone. The mm-hmm. one where you look like you're going to bat it. Do you guys, have you guys seen that? And you, like, catch it in the stick underneath your arm. Yeah, you, like, oh, I'll show you guys. <laughs> yeah, just post, a, post an Instagram video of your drone footage, your fancy drone. <laughs> footage, <right? You> guys <laughs> we, can't, we can't do drones here in New York, so that's all you <laughs> Um, (laughs) (laughs) well, let's talk, I mean, let's talk about some of your other hobbies outside of lacrosse. Like what, you know, I mean, obviously we are lacrosse players. That's what a lot of people know us as, right. And know you for and follow you for and everything like that. But, you know, you're obviously a person first as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, what, you know, what are some words that you would use to describe you, Michelle Tumalo as a person? Good question. I know you asked this and I was going to think about it before. Oh, I think for me, I would say a word that has definitely described me in this past couple months, like I've found a lot about myself, um, mm-hmm. like authentic. I just always want to be myself. And um, it's kind of like my brand that Kylie's wearing, um, MT35, like being your most authentic self. Um, and I think I'm, a, I'm like a goofball, but I'm also like super like loving and just compassionate but also like i like let's go like i'm I'm like a go-getter so i'm like all these things meshed in one um but i would say authentic for sure describes me i and and as a person you can be authentic in any way like doesn't like i i I identify with the lgbtq community and i've lived my truth for so long and i never realized how much it was needed to talk about in this lacrosse just lacrosse world itself um so I just have been talking about that a lot and being your most authentic self and, and especially in the LGBTQ world, like it's really hard to do that for some people. And I want them to know that like they have a safe space with me and, and they have a safe space to always be themselves. So it's kind of been my thing. That's awesome. You should make t-shirts that say hashtag authentic on them. I'll yeah. buy that one too. <laughs> I'm changing things up for the winter. Uh, winter. That might be it. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. No, I, I have definitely like when I kind of wrote up this question, I knew that I wanted to ask you about it. Like, um, that's exactly what I was thinking for you. You know, maybe not that exact word because I'm not that, you know, kind of as smart as you, but, um, I think, I think you know, that's something that has always been super important, um, to you, right? Like is just, being who you are and not caring. And yeah. that's something that I've taken from you off the lacrosse field that I've tried to put a little bit more of myself into what I do mm-hmm. um, as well. Like I've always, of course, watched you play and wanted to emulate everything that you do on the, on the field, but off of it, it's so much more important too, right? Like just to carry yourself in the way that you want to carry yourself and to also spread that love to everybody else around you saying like, if you want to carry yourself that way, I'm cool with it too. You know what I mean? Like whatever floats your boat, um, we're going to love you no matter what. And I think that's, that's so, so important. So thank you for sharing that. And thank you for being authentically you. No, I, I appreciate that. And I think going off of that, just another thing, like, um, 
I think it's so amazing to see like players that like us to say those things too. Like you're your most authentic self too. And like people see that and you have probably more people that look up to you than you ever realize. And I was going to get into this at the end, but like, you're like the first to ever have an app and like, you're being yourself. You're not just doing it to do it. Like, this is who Kylie is, you guys. And like, obviously you're so lucky to like have her do all these things and you have the access and the ability to just go in an app and look at that. Like she is the first ever. Um, and it's truly amazing to see that because you just want to help people get better across and it's like, and, and like doing extra things to help them develop as people as well. So that is really important that everyone I'm sure already realized, but (laughs) well, thank you. I I appreciate that little compliment section. We just added in there to each other, just hype each other up, right? Wearing each other's t-shirts. It's all about supporting each other and lifting up the people around you and like empowerment. Yeah, exactly. Um, And, you know, we're stronger together. We might be two completely different people, but um, if we can support each other doing what we're doing, then when we, one, get back on the field together, and two, continue to do really awesome things for not only lacrosse, but just women in general, um, you know, we're stronger in the fight together. So I appreciate you, MT35. Go check it out if you guys haven't as well. (laughs) Um, But I think, you know, outside of, um, we talked a little bit about this, but your quarantine activities, I know you talked about like golf, tennis, you obviously got engaged, which is uh, huge. And, (laughs) you know, like, what are some other things that you're passionate about as well? Like, what are some of your go-to hobbies? Um, I know your dog mom as well. Yes, he's literally waiting outside the door right now too. You're a new dog mom, aren't you? No, 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 no. Yeah, as my family's dog. Got it. Okay, okay. But still, like dog sister. Don't um, don't uh, like tempt me though, because I'm. Thinking. It's hard. I'll tell you, it's hard. <laughs> I mean, I love my dog to death. If you guys have seen him, Flanny, um, little wheat terrier, he's cute. But he is like, I can't wait to have kids. But he's my child. Like he is. I look at him and like I'm just obsessed with you. Um, so that is like my first priority. Uh, um, obviously. Uh, but no, I have an amazing fiance, Laura Bennett. She is um, amazing. I met her three years ago, I think it was. But um, in the quarantine, she was on the front lines with, um, as a PA. So I had to be like really smart and obviously I didn't do anything. So I was like, what can I like do while she's working hard? And I'm just sitting here trying to think of lacrosse things to do with toilet paper. I don't know. I was like, what else could I do? So I obviously came up with MT35 because I've always wanted to do something like that. But I also like to cook. I was trying to cook more and do some fresh, fresh juices. Um, I'm obsessed with my family, as Kylie is as well. Like, we're just lucky I have really great families. And I'm one of five kids. So I was doing, like, a ton of, like, either Zooming with them or trying to hang out with them as well um, in, like, the most respectful way with quarantining. Um, so that's just, like, my, my, my circle. You know, I, I love to be with them as much as possible. And I lived very far from them for a while. So I'm finally, like like an hour away from basically everyone so oh that's awesome that's probably so exciting I know I've actually been recognizing that you're with your your siblings a lot I would I know and my (laughs) sister actually might move into this room soon because she might go to MSU it's um Montclair State to go back to school for nutrition so Ooh, might be her bedroom soon (laughs) I'm like please move in no more zooms in there (laughs) yeah right I'm like um but yeah so a lot and obviously the proposal I proposed first. That was a, I was nervous, but I did it well. You did do it well. I remember you talking I, about it in November. I know, I know. Yeah, you were talking about it in November at our last yeah. training weekend. You're like, I think we're gonna do this and this. I and know, my like, oh God. And, and you're like, but I'm not gonna do it till May. And I was like, just do it now so that we can see it. I know. I, know. <laughs> I can't believe you waited that long. I believe me, I, I'm so bad at keeping secrets, and that <laughs> was kept. <laughs> Oh, well, it looks beautiful and I'm super happy for you guys. Um, but that's, that's so, so funny. Uh, cause I remember that, you know, and I think that that actually goes into our first question from some of our KO 17 lacrosse girls, but like some, those are some of the little things that you remember from those like USA weekends, right? Like we're only together for what, 48 hours, like yes, maybe, maybe 60 hours. And like, there's just so much that happens, so much to catch up on. Yeah, and, like, tell me everything, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and like you just have all these plans, and then you see it on social media, and you're like, "Oh, I knew it." There it is. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's so, so awesome. Big moves, Tumi. Big moves. 
<laughs> I'm very happy about it though. I'm glad it's over. It was great, but amid the stress, I'm great. I'm good now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah, so we have a couple questions from some of our some of our okay. KO seventeen girls. Cool. Our friend Sarah, who's actually here watching, she wants to know what it's like playing for Team USA and also what it's like, you know, playing with a, a leadership role on the team for Team USA now. I know it's crazy. I'm old now, so I'm a leader. Oh. <laughs> I'm an older leader. Um, no, it's the best and most rewarding and uh, just like the best thing ever. Putting on that jersey is it like ele electrifies you, you know, you put it on, you're like, wow. And I get emotional sometimes. I can remember being at the World Cup and listening to the national anthem and I'm like, whoa, like this is like amazing. Like this is so cool. Um, and I grew up watching Mia Hamm and wanting to be Mia Hamm. And she's much older, but she put, she was the best player to ever play the US, on the U.S. soccer team. So I just was like, whoa, like that's really cool. So now then when I got to put it on, um, that jersey is just like the best feeling and most rewarding. But the biggest thing is like the relationships you build. Like just, I probably wouldn't have been this close. I mean, maybe we would have it, but um, if we didn't get to play together and have these weekends and find out like great things about these people that you're like, wow, like I just knew them from seeing them on TV or whatever. Mm -hmm. um so just to end the relationships you build for sure is like the biggest thing as well it's just so cool um yeah for sure isn't that so weird to think about right like you would just never know if you would actually become friends with all these people and i i love that that part of it you know it's it's yeah. such a fun journey um our girl our friend Catherine is also here today listening um and she would like to know what one tip you could give younger listeners now um that you wish that you knew in middle school one piece of advice hi Catherine and hi Sarah thank you so much for asking that as well um one piece of advice I would say is it kind of goes back to like the failures and the hiccups like don't let anyone tell you you can't do something or um or someone like dictate where you're going to be in in your life like always do something for you and why it makes you happy and um not even like what your friends tell you to do like it's all about you and um and go out there and do the best of your ability to do that and be a good person as as well and I know you probably are a great little human um and just like radiate that to your friends and and your teammates and and just like literally dream big that's like Kylie's motto right like dream big and do what makes you feel uncomfortable because that is that you literally have to to be great um and I promise you it'll be worth it oh beautifully said I couldn't have said it better myself dream on is it right dream on <laughs> yeah dream on okay okay dream I knew it was something dream dream, <laughs> dream people dream yes <laughs> oh that's gonna be on your your next line of t-shirts right just dream <laughs> just dream people dream big dream small dream whatever you want <laughs> I love it. Um, our last question from our KO17 lacrosse family. Um, they'd like to know what your favorite goal that you've ever scored is. Oh my God, one that didn't count. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, I'll give you guys a little, little tidbit, but I um, scored something behind the halfway point, like half field, um, and it didn't count because the rule was like it had to cross before zero and I think it was like point yeah like I think it was about to cross at like point zero one and it didn't count it was like the coolest thing I couldn't do it ever again if I tried that was one that didn't count but we can count it in our heads and our hearts um but another one would be um against UNC the, the game before the Florida game that we were down seven, we were down by three with like two minutes left. I scored and then I think assisted one and then I had five seconds to score and I looked up at the clock and I was like, okay, I need to go. Like, I need to go right now. I did a move and I spun around and I bounced shot. Like I never do this shot again. Like things that like I would never do. And I, I literally just shot the ball at the ground and it hit the top left corner of the goal. And I was like, and you should see the reaction. I have like a picture somewhere of the reaction of me and then like my teammates. It was like so cool. So I'd have to say that one. You know, it's funny, right? Like you get questions like that again. And it's like, you'd think that you'd remember just kind of like the overall general thing, but you remember every little no, detail. Every detail. I remember like being like, okay, the t time is at like 10. I got to make it go down to five. So then they don't have a chance to score. And then blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, 
the fact that I thought of that, I was like, wow, I'm pretty impressed with myself. I think you thought about all of that with only five seconds to go. Like that's a lot. And of- usually I'm like, no, I'm going to pass it. Like I'm going to pass yeah. it. And I did that one time. I did that one time when we didn't score and then we lost to Northwestern and Katrina said, you never pass it. <laughs> I was like, she's like, you need the ball at the end of the game. And with five seconds, you need to score. And so that game I did. And then I scored and she looked at me and she was like, I'm crying. You listen to me. <laughs> Again, I was so lucky to have her as my coach. Oh my goodness. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'll pass you though. Don't worry. That was like, that was just back oh, yes. then. I'm like always looking to pass. I'm like, who's going to put this in the ball? No, go for that little bounce shot. I can tell you. I have all the faith in the world. <laughs> That's something Joe would tell you, though. Be like, the ball needs, but it like makes sense. Like, the ball needs to be in your stick at the end. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, whatever you say. I'll try. If they triple team me, it's gonna, I'm going to pass it. <laughs> if there are 14 girls on me, I'm going to pass the ball. <laughs> Just be right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, we're going to keep the, the fun vibes rolling here for our last couple minutes. Um, little segment I like to call quick finishes. We know yes. something about those. Um, but pretty much just like a speed round. Little Love fun it. questions. Um, okay, and, you know, rattle off some answers. Look, she's ready to go. She's all competitive. Um, she's like, I'm going to beat you, even though it's not a competition. Um, okay. So no right answers here, but yeah. ready? <laughs> Best trip you've ever been on? A year ago, Sardinia, I've lived on a sailboat for a week. Coolest thing I've ever done. Look at my um, favorite athlete right now. Okay, I have two. I'm sorry. I always do this. One is Serena Williams because she's just so bad. ASS. Like, we all know how cool she is. She is like, like, she was losing the other day and then she just turned it on and was just like, no, I'm not going to lose. And she's so cool. Other one would be Dustin Johnson. He's a golfer. He can't. He can't stop winning. He wins all the money. Yeah. Are you are you a fan too? He's got millions and millions of dollars just from putting up that ball in that little that little hole in the ground. That's what I really wanna, you know, emulate him on my next round of golf. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, tacos or pizza? Tacos over everything. Yes. Okay. <laughs> One thing on your bucket list. Ooh. Guys. Um, I want to go to like, um, what country I've had so many I want to go to because I haven't been to a lot, but I want to go to like Thailand, Indonesia, all that, that I want to like ride an elephant. I want to like get sprayed by them with the water. That's like bucket list (laughs) item. Okay. On your bucket list, you want to get sprayed by an elephant. Um, (laughs) do you call them sprinkles or jimmies? Okay. I, you're Jimmy's gal, right? Mm. no your sprinkles okay so i grew up saying jimmies but i say both okay like i think south jersey is jimmies because like philly area jimmies yes yeah i said jimmies growing up but i say both as like right now but i would say jimmies because i grew up saying that (laughs) i only ask because that's like my weird little thing that i I, i've seen that i've seen that yeah i eat them out of the by the spoonful um like chocolate or rainbow uh-huh. So if I'm, I'm on you. <laughs> I know, I know you're flipping the questions around on me, but if I'm eating them on ice cream, I like chocolate. But if I'm eating them by myself, I like rainbow. That's valid. That's valid. Okay, I, yeah, I'm weird. Okay. Uh, behind the back or between the legs? I'm going to go behind the back because that's more realistic that I'm going to do that and like actually complete it. <laughs> but I love you on between the legs, but behind the back, I have to say. Okay. Last but not least, if you could meet one person, dead or alive, who would it be? I feel like this is a little cliche, but it would have to be Kobe because so many things like Kyle literally saw Kyle Harrison, you guys, he's an SDX athlete and plays professionally. Like he saw them the day before he died. Like, I just think about that a lot, but I, I am just so impressed with his um, ability to like grow basketball on the WNBA side and supporting. And I just wish he was still here and he is still here with us, but um, to like see what he was going to do in his future and for his daughter, um, and I went to, I coached at Oregon, so he's really close at, with Sabrina Ionescu. So it was really cool to see their dynamic. So I'd love to just like hear his perspective of that because we're trying to do that on the women's lacrosse size, that whole pro lacrosse, you know, trying to, you know, take it to the next level. So that, that would be my guy. Love it. 24 mm-hmm. forever, right? Forever, um, forever, forever. <laughs> Amazing um, guy. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I think, 
you have definitely taken so much of what you've learned from all these favorite athletes, right? And your entire journey to take you to where you are today. Um, and obviously, like I mentioned a million times, someone that I look up to a ton and I'm so grateful. Age doesn't matter. Age does not matter. That's true, girls. I look up to all of you guys as well because you inspire me every day. Um, but I think that's so important and you gave us so many little tidbits of wisdom tonight and I'm so, so grateful um, for you being your authentic self each and every day and um, for all of those little tidbits that you've given to not only just the lacrosse community, but, but everyone that you, you know, you touch in life. So thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate that. And I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you and all the other teammates that I have and all of you watching. So thank you for having me and listening. And I can't wait to meet you hopefully someday soon. Maybe I'll do something with Kylie soon. I'm so close. Now I'm like only like an hour and a half. I don't even, I don't even think that far. No, I don't even think it's that far. We're only like an hour now. It depends on the traffic. Let's be real, everyone, right? That's true. If, all you, <laughs> if you leave in the middle of the night, you're fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when no one is on the road. Exactly. Um, well, thank you so much for being here and for everything that you do. And girls and listeners, thank you so much for listening in and for tuning in. Um, hope to get, see you guys again soon. Everybody stay safe, please. Thank you so much, you guys. Lax on. <laughs> see you soon. Thanks for having me. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. <laughs> thank you.